0: Welcome to See It and Feel It with Dr. Brett. And I'm Dr. Brett. And today I'm here with Jay Hegland. Is that how you pronounce yes, your last sir. name? That's awesome, good. man. He is officially a boat captain, um, but he has a background in golf and he played mini tours. And so we met a couple of weeks ago, and I thought you'd be a really fun guest that way. But Thanks for, for me, me. <laughs> hey yeah, awesome. Yeah, Welcome. Um, but for me, you know, not having Grown up in South Florida, I'm fascinated. I even asked you that in person. I'm like, what's it like to grow up in the Keys? Like, that seems so chill compared to... I'm from Fairfield County, Connecticut, where it's so intense. So tell us about growing up, how you got into golf, and then we'll talk about everything else. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Cool. Um,
1: I'll tell you what, man. It was, uh, especially looking back now, like the way things have kind of become, uh, you know, with... Just kind of losing, you know, connection with, you know, the natural world and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you you know, yeah. I grew up walking to the bus stops. You know, uh, walking everywhere, hanging out in the neighborhood. You know, going out on the boat with friends, just enjoying things. So it was a really good, really good experience
0: growing up there.
1: Yeah. And uh, how
0: tiny is the key? Is it like, where you're in Isle Morada? Which key were you in? I was in Marathon. Marathon. So that's um, mm-hmm. mile marker fifty.
1: Okay. Um, key Largo starts mile marker 120 and Key West is mile marker zero. So I was dead in the center of the keys, very small town. It was good. You know, I didn't, you know, it was it was a fun time. Edit. We're editing this <laughs> no, 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 right no. I don't going, know. Yeah. It's weird, no, dude. I don't going, know. I feel like going. all of a sudden, no, like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. No, what was, I
0: mean, like, no one's like, asked you this probably. Yeah, forever, no, I feel right? so weird now. Like, no, what, totally, what do I say? I mean, it was, fine. but it, um, like, because I did up in like the keys, yeah, was, right? Like, you grew up in this little. Were you like yeah. the best, you know, basketball, like golfer? What were you before you became a golfer? You know, because <laughs> well, it I, couldn't have been that much competition, I assume. There there wasn't
1: a lot of competition. And I yeah. was honestly probably looking back now, My as far as, far as sports psychology goes, yeah. like my, not my biggest downfall, but, you know, it was definitely like a... a big fish in a small pond but yeah, I was yeah. actually more like a medium to large size fish in like a really small pond so I had, really I had no context yeah. on like how to like yeah. you know I had a good work ethic but it wasn't enough but I was good you know I played yeah. all the sports growing up my dad uh played professional baseball did he so ride? I always thought for in the, the minor Astros, league system or did he minor league system yeah. he got to triple a and wow. I guess he hurt that's... his shoulder I don't know maybe he did maybe he didn't that's hey, what he told not, me that's the story right <laughs> that's the story we're sticking to and I'm fine with that but uh you know, so I grew up playing baseball a lot. I played basketball. And right. uh, once I reached, like, high school age, I was a late bloomer. I was very yeah. small. Yeah. So I decided to play golf. Um, I could either play golf, play football, or run cross country. Right. So I decided to play golf. Wow. And uh, I tried out for the team, small school. You right. know, It was a middle school merged with the high school. Wow. So... I had an opportunity to play JV and varsity. Yeah, basically we were on the same campus. So technically, um, long story short, I, uh, did the whole little, uh, try out for the golf team. It was the fall season. So right when we started school, it was like the first week I was like football, cross country or golf. I figured I'd give golf a try. Right. Uh, they put me on varsity seventh grade. And oh, that's amazing. It, which was cool, you know? So, so I you shot... just had natural athletic ability. Was that part of it? I, yeah. Yeah. Through baseball yeah. and stuff. I was yeah. always obsessed with, uh, you know, just like active, active things, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Course. So, um, it was good, uh, great opportunity. It
0: was, I was blessed, you know, to be yeah. able to do that. So, and then you went to Hawaii to, right? And you played on the golf team there. I did. Which school, which program in Hawaii did you it go to? It was University of
1: Hawaii at Hilo. So it was at the. At Hilo. So at we're Hilo. Hilo? We do Hilo. So we got the Big Island, yeah. which right. is technically Hawaii Island. Right. Um, it is the furthest island to the east. So you yeah. think of Hawaii Island as you got the island chains. You yeah. got one, two, three. It kind of yeah. trickles down. Because I've way. been to Kauai a bunch. That's like, a little further the to, to, to the, the west. west. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So right. Hilo was, it's on the eastern side of. Um, Hawaii Island. The so big island. It's on, yeah. the, on the, actually, sorry, it's on the western side. Of the sorry, big island. Of though. the big island. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. And so what was, was that school. like? D2? Is that what yeah, you said? D2 school. I wow. studied, uh, um, I got my degree in agribusiness. Uh, agribusiness. So agribusiness. I just studied a lot of uh, horticulture, wow. botany, plant wow. studies at the same time as playing golf because I like plants and i like the natural world so yeah that's awesome to do that so very cool yeah.
0: and how long were you on that golf team for i was what on was that, that golf like? team for 2 years
1: yeah. um, i went to school in florida uh, mm. i was a walk on actually wow yeah so I, I took it was a long journey um, yeah. i'm not necessarily like what you would call like a star yeah um but um i'm really good at the game and yeah. you know i think i am and i have proven it a little yeah. bit here and there but it was yeah. a long journey it was being from the keys it's it's tough you know yeah um in my kind of the generation um you know if, if you weren't like traveling playing national tournaments yeah, you know, traveling difficult. doing yeah. that i was yeah. being i was down in the key so it was, it was hard for me to
0: travel a lot totally you know what how long do you did did you do the mini tour thing when you tried to probably a about pro? a, probably about a year and that yeah. was uh that was, was probably that? Yeah. about
1: two years ago so it took me a long time i'm 31 now so oh. as soon as i graduated college i uh I thought about getting my master's and yeah. going and um, pursuing my next two years of eligibility, but mm. I really loved fishing. And during my yeah. my time of of college, I uh, I was always working on boats and traveling. So, wow. um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So, if you what, yeah. Just into tell me about this. You will yeah. tell me about that year. Like that that so, journey. Yeah, what I mean, was that like? I'm I mean, not I mean, like honestly, dude. I don't yeah. really have like the best like. Yeah, I'm not what you would call like a successful golfer, dude. I'm more of like yeah. like the more like, I don't want to call myself a failure, you know. But like, I definitely like didn't you know reach like yeah. the potential that I thought like. But I, I think a lot
0: have. of people go through that. That's why it's super valuable to talk about this because I think yeah. you're more the norm than not. I yeah. mean, if you think about the PGA Tour, like, what you're doing, what you're sharing. Look, I'm interviewing people that are like that are athletes, but not all of them reached some pinnacle of success yeah. because it's invaluable to teach right. people. Like when you look back on your life's journey, right. you go, look, I wish I had had more exposure to the mental game. I wish I'd done right. more sports psychology. I wish I'd like practiced right. harder. That, right. So note, you're actually helping people
1: on that note. Right? Like, all right, I'll just say something yeah, like, please. cause I didn't, you know, I guess I scramble a lot, but like you asked what I kind of like what so I I played golf fall season and mm. I was all county played in the state championship you know that's fantastic made you it mean, far I, yeah. I went and played winter I played soccer wow and uh I I was all county goalie and like wow. all state like I I was MVP of the team MVP of the golf team for like 6 years yeah and then i played baseball and i was mvp of the baseball team and we went to regionals and in the state of florida so like i played every sport so i was a really good athlete those are good things that i did yeah just my natural natural stuff and i I wish i would have worked harder yeah you know but it's just like really hard for me i feel like a mental midget honestly a lot of the times like when it comes to like when i compare myself to like Obviously, the greats, because that's what you want to be. You want to be great, you right. know. Like that's what I want to be. Yeah. You know, why wouldn't you want to be? Yeah, of course. But it's, um, I don't know, man. It was I. I had definitely, I definitely have the natural ability, but I don't necessarily have put my, put myself in the right situation to you know, you know, work hard. You hear about stuff, yeah. it's, it's not what you're born with. It's I think a you, lot you, you know? of
0: pros actually feel at times like mental midgets. I think almost everybody goes through something like that at some yeah. point. Yeah. Right. Because if you think about even like a guy like Hendrix Hendrix Stenson, who was like at one point, you know, number top five in the world or something, he went down to like 500 or something. We all know what happened to Tiger, right? I mean, if you look at a lot of tough golfers, you've got to have respect
1: for those guys.
0: Yeah. Stenson fought his his way all the way back, right? I mean, so I think like. And these are we're talking about like the top two or three hundred in the world that have all sort of crashed at some point or felt like mental midgets or lost their game at some point. But then there's probably another hundred thousand that you're representing that were just talented people that didn't make it. And when they look back on their life journey, they have some regrets because they didn't have the guidance or the coaching or the mentoring. I think that's probably yeah. my that's, guess is that that's is probably where that's right there. What, that
1: yeah. very accurate there. You yeah. know, and and I'll tell myself like I, from a psychology standpoint um, I'm only 31 and you know I have it in my book, my my hand of cards to keep playing events professionally here mm. and there because, you know, it's just weird I psych myself out that's why yeah. I need that's why I needed your help. That's why we that's initially why we we hit it off because you know, I'll go out with my buddies and shoot a sixty-five and then go play in a tournament two days later and shoot yeah. a seventy-five. Yeah. And it's just like I that's why I feel like a mental midget, because yeah. I like overanalyze everything. Yeah. And I'm so like that's why I yeah. love fishing, you know, because it's just like well, a quick reaction thing well, for me. But People also, think the fishing elk, is like sitting well, there, you know, yeah. with a bobber, but the type yeah. of fishing I do, it's very yeah. reactionary. So like yeah. I wish I could probably be more of like a basketball player, but I don't have the physical ability right. to be a basketball totally. player. Because I yeah. make the best reactions out of yeah. like my, you know, instinctual stuff. Yeah, totally. When I have to sit there for and wait for some idiot to fucking take four <laughs> practice swings. I'm like I love it. It takes a long yeah, time. No, and I'm really, like, like, fuck, like well, what's haven't. Go. <laughs> you again,
0: you haven't you don't have the background. You, you know, you just didn't I, learn the sports psychology I element of it. did not know the, about golf. Mr. Right, the you're learning. Right. 100%. I've spent. Look, I've been <laughs> you're fishing. <so> right. <laughs> well, I've also been fishing since I was two, and I've spent many days at sea. You know, you probably don't know that because we just met, but I've had experiences on fishing boats where it's exactly like you said. It it's like you you got four hours of nothing, and then you're in the fucking you know, it's, you're yeah. in the mix, and it's so fast, and you got to be reactionary. Right. Like you said, you have to handle. All these things happening at once, right? When yeah. the, you're in a school a tuner or something yep. or whatever it is. So I get that piece. But in golf, right, you're spending a lot of time between shots. And if you're not training your mind to be in yeah, the it's moments, almost, yeah, it's... then you're, you know, and if you can't put the shot behind you that you just, you know, duck hooked or something, you're dead. Yeah. Right. percent So learning how to like train your mind. A lot of people aren't exposed to that, right? I'm teaching meditation, mindfulness, visualization, breath work, and a host of other skills that sort of help you get so oriented into the here and now. You're doing that naturally on a fishing boat. But part of, the, part of it is the background. When you're, on, when you're out there on the water, all those elements are helping you shut your mind down. In other words, because I've spent many days fishing, right? So it's like it's just easier... Calming. Yes, it's so calming, but it's like the ions, the water, the ocean, the sky. Yeah. It's like slowing your mind. A lot of times when you're fishing, like as you know, you're a captain and everything, but I I it's amazing how almost no one talks sometimes. Yeah. Because everybody's mind in the right situation. (laughs) Trust me. There's some times where you gotta gotta say, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Totally. Yeah. Well there's some people you're supposed to know that. Well you have guests (laughs) though that probably when you have guests all the time, I look. I was. Well, I, that's the people that work for you. Oh, you can't talk talking, to the guests like that. No, oh, yeah, you, no but, you, can, you don't say anything. But, but to I remember one. <laughs> one time that um, we we had we actually were off Montauk four days in a row in a twenty-four foot boat, sixty miles offshore, tuna fishing in a twenty-four foot boat, right? And like brave, four buddy. days, in, four days in a row. Anyway. The captain said to me, it was just me and my, and a buddy, and then the the guide, right? Right? The captain. And he says to me, whispers in my ear, and he goes, Your friend has a lot of five year old tendencies, right? (laughs) talking about you no, no my friend i don't have, I'm <laughs> like I'm, you know i'm like a fucking dude here, right yeah. but the point is though like yeah. you're seeing that all the time when you take people fishing you're seeing oh, 100-year-old tendencies
1: grown ass men and it's so funny when you watch a uh, you know a 7-year-old girl <laughs> wind in a fish better than a grown yes. man and it's they listen you know they <sighs> remain, they don't get in their own head they all these preconceived notions about life just flood their brain And they can't seem to like just sit back and just like think about shit. And that's how I feel on the golf course. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Thanks for (laughs) watching. See it and feel it with Dr. Brett. And stay tuned for part two of this interview. Remember to like, subscribe, and share with a friend.